0: See his reality in the
1: world today. Wolf and Luke present Fantasy Reality Check, where fantasy football gets a reality check from 10-year NFL fullback, four-time pro bowler Ron Wolfley. I went through the range of emotions there during the break, Wolf, because Rick was kind enough to bring me food from over in the other part of the building, okay? Yeah. Two things looked very similar. One was clearly dessert. One was clearly full of spinach. Not the same thing.
0: Oh my
1: goodness! <laughs> Both See, very good.
0: It's a euro, right? Is I know what you had. Over it? There? Well, I haven't
1: even gotten to whatever that is. But there was—I think it was was it baklava? I think it was, baklava, Bak- was it? I think baklava. Baklava. Yeah, baklava. However you say it. And then the other one was spinach. <laughs> Not the same at all. All right, we're heading into week nine of the fantasy football season. Let's start with the game tonight as far as pieces you might be able to use in your lineup. There is nothing from Houston. Like, here's the thing about fantasy football. Wolf, usually you get to this point in the season... And ideally, the the players you drafted early are stepping up for you and they're carrying you through the season. But this is usually the part of the year where you've picked up a guy off waivers or, you know, you've you've traded for somebody. Or you had a guy that you stashed on your bench all year, like a Nico Collins or somebody on Houston, and that person started. Other than Damian Pierce, nobody's doing anything on Houston.
0: Yeah, you know. That but everybody on. Me right now. <laughs> usually you can. can I, usually can can get I somebody.
1: No, no. I mean you're right. Philly though. Philly has been a treasure trove this year.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get to it.
1: Shall I'm, we? Looking <laughs> I'm, to it. I'm looking at the. I'm I'm looking at the the last four weeks. Okay. These okay. are the the top scoring receivers in fantasy football. Per game over the last four weeks. AJ Brown is number five.
0: Okay, let's see. AJ Brown. And this
1: this is not typical that it would go this uh this textbook. Number four is
0: Tyreek Hill. Okay, Tyreek
1: Hill. Number three is Jamar Chase who's not playing. Yeah, right now. Right, Jamar. Shake it off. Number two is Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is such a dog. Number one's DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> and it quite honestly isn't even close. It's not even
0: close. (laughs) Is that awesome, though? I mean, honestly, think about that right now. DeAndre Hopkins, is he done? Ladies and gentlemen, is DeAndre Hopkins done?
1: Not according to his Twitter feed or what he does on Um, the field.
0: Does it look like D-Hop is slowing down at all right now? Uh, No, not at all. Man, I'll tell you, that is good news right now. If, in fact, you're hoping the Arizona Cardinals at some point in time are going to be able to turn this around, and hopefully it starts against Seattle this Sunday. Yeah, D-Hop's going to be right in the middle of it.
1: DeAndre Hopkins, in his two games this season, is on a 1,000-yard, 100-catch pace. (laughs) And so he's on that pace if he only plays 11 games this season. Like, that's that's what's ridiculous.
0: Wait a minute. Okay.
1: So he's missed the first six games. Oh my goodness. So his season is eleven games. He's on pace for hundred well, catches and a thousand yards.
0: You know what? That makes sense. It was the math thing once no, again that right. I just I dismissed I immediately. Up. But it makes sense. A hundred yards. A hundred yards a game. You think there it's, is eleven games?
1: There's some irony that you've struggled with math today after you called the arithmetics the arithmetics to start the show.
0: You know what? It was actually Maloney. <laughs>
1: now you're turning on your own. Yes, producer. it was. Yes, <laughs> Mel,
0: watch it.
1: Said, <laughs> All right, the arithmetics. Uh, 22 catches on 27 targets for 262 <laughs> yards and a touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins, those are his Okay, first.
0: boy, that is good right there. Yes, you know what? The targets are there. The production is certainly there. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. The other shoe where so- suddenly Kyle Murray starts spreading the ball to other receivers ah, in that offense. That's going. what I'm waiting for.
1: So, if, because I don't... Fully by Seattle's defense just yet. So if you're looking for pieces, you got to pick somebody up. It's week nine. You got guys on bye week, whatever. Some guys just haven't panned out. Rondale Moore is one of the most added players in fantasy football this week, Wolf. Really? Across the board, yeah. Because I think a lot of people have kind of given up on him. Yeah. And then he had a big week last week. Seven catches on eight targets for 92 yards in the score. Yeah. And, and there is a very clear opening next to DeAndre Hopkins right now. It's not clear who's going to take it. Yeah. If Rondale Moore wanted to step into that role, I don't think a lot
0: of people would be very upset. You know what? I think Zach Ertz is going to be the guy that actually steps up and fills that role. We'll see, of course. Um, that's not a prediction. But I think it's likely that Zach Ertz steps up and fills that role, attacking the middle of the field. I would imagine the Seattle Seahawks are going to play an awful lot of zone once again. Try to rush for, Try to go after Kyler Murray collapse a pocket try to force the Cardinals to work the ball down the field um, we'll find out but I think Zach Ertz is going to be the second go-to if you will D-Hop will get his targets but Zach Ertz number two here's
1: uh here's my guy that you need to pick up this week Wolf in your league I know okay. you're, you're frantically looking for somebody on the waiver wire so the Colts, and this is why this is a unique week, because there were all these trades at the trade deadline. So ideally you could capitalize on some of that, right? Okay. Now you, you can't go out and pick up some amazing player right now. You, you gotta you gotta be digging deep, but if you have room on the bench, Deion Jackson Is now the Colts' number two running back. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor's been hurt for a while, and he's hurt again. Okay. And the game where Deion Jackson had to step in and actually, like, play against Jacksonville two weeks ago. Right. 42 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Ten catches for 79 yards in addition. Wow. So, you're not picking up Jonathan Taylor. It's week nine. He was the number one overall pick in a lot of drafts. But you might be able to pick up a guy that anytime Taylor isn't playing, you can start with confidence.
0: Yeah. Okay. You know, I I hear you right there. But as you're talking about that, the yeah. only thing I can think of is don't ever start anybody that just got traded. Okay. Well, don't do that at the trade deadline. I wouldn't start anybody that just got traded.
1: All right. That's my question for you then, because at least Deion Jackson's still in Indianapolis. They traded away Correct. Hines. Right. What about a guy like Chase Claypool? Because he was out there in, in a lot more leagues because they just couldn't get him the ball in Pittsburgh yeah, no, other than, like, two weeks.
0: Exactly, They couldn't get him the ball because, um, at least my brother says, uh, he had a hard time actually performing, from i time to time. And I don't want him in Chicago so, either. <laughs> so, I guess what I'm saying is, no, do not start Chase Claypool. I right. wouldn't – any offensive guy – Any offensive guy that just got dealt at the trade deadline, I wouldn't be starting him. That's just me.
1: Does it matter receiver versus running back? Are you more hesitant to start a receiver than a running back? Because I typically am.
0: Yes. Okay. Um, Yet at the same time, I would say even Christian McCaffrey kind of struggled a little bit. Now, he got his reps in the first game. Second game, he he did everything. but He was only there how many days, too? I think it was three days before, so... You know, that hurt him, and no he's, doubt. And he's the
1: extreme, too.
0: And he is the extreme.
1: Is there a better fit for him than San Francisco? Because if you had Christian McCaffrey, he's actually playing this season, so you probably took him second or third. You've been holding on to him. He's been decent for Carolina. Threw a touchdown, caught a touchdown, ran for a touchdown last week. Like yes. It feels like Kyle Shanahan wants to show off the fact that they have Christian McCaffrey.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt, man. He is, he is going to become the beating heart of that offense for the 49ers. Is there any running back in fantasy
1: football you'd rather have right now than McCaffrey? I don't think there is. Because you get more points for catches.
0: Okay, but here's the one thing about him. He's always been prone to injury, Uh, as you know. uh,
1: I do know somebody that keeps drafting him every year.
0: Right. (laughs) Like a fool. There you go. (laughs) Bada-bing.
1: The Tennessee-Kansas City game. I want to... I'm trying to figure out Kadarius Toney because he got traded to Kansas City a week ago. You're fascinated. You're I'm, Tony. I'm fascinated because at this point in the season, I'm looking for guys you can pull off the waiver wire and start in the playoffs. And that's a receiver in Kansas City. And he's supposed to be this amazing receiver in New York. And then something clearly happened. They didn't like him. He didn't like them by yeah. the end. I just don't know. Again, this goes back to the Chase Claypool question. How can you fit a receiver in midseason? Yeah, and I'm not even talking about this week. I'm just talking about the rest right. of the season. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Well, um... In order, the guy's talented, and Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. Somehow, someway, you're going to find a way to get him the ball. You will get him the ball. I just don't think this week is a good way to go.
1: But I do think he is somebody. I've picked him up on a couple teams just to have him on the bench. I'm not okay. starting him just to oh, have him okay. just in case. All right, just in case. Did you see what Derrick Henry did last week? And he is uh, he's questionable now this week. But the 219 rushing yards Yo. and two touchdowns, which.
0: That Pull is who the, the Titans are, man. Yep. That is who they are, and they need Derrick Henry to be King Henry. And if he's King Henry, that makes their offense go. This
1: stat blew my mind. I want to make sure I have it right. The Cardinals' leading rusher this season has 299 yards. Derrick Henry had 219 last week. Huge. That's, that's that stat. Aside from fantasy football, aside from anything else, here's we're going to break Wolf. That's the first person I thought of was you when I heard that stat. because, And the leading rusher for the Cardinals is Kyler Murray, and that doesn't even feel like that's been the case.
0: Yeah, yeah. you know what? Honestly, can I just go back to Tennessee quickly? Yes. Can I just do that? You like talking I love about it? I love talking about their, their incredible offense and how they run the ball with Derrick Henry, number nine in rushing yards per game. They run the ball a lot. And you know where it shows the most? In the red zone. When they want to run you over, they're the number two red zone team in the National Football League, and it's because they run the ball. And they run it physically, and they run it very, very well.
1: The other part where it shows up is the... uh win-loss record, which is what I thought you were going to say. Tennessee is quietly 5-2. and two. It's the same formula every year. Derrick Henry kind of maybe slow in the first game, and then he gets better as the season goes on. He gets better as games go on, and Tennessee all of a sudden is 5-2, and two, and they're banged up a quarterback in their 5-2. and two.